welcome to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast with co-founders and hosts, Tracy Callahan and Deborah Doak. Each week, we tackle another tough topic to help professional divorce coaches maximize client impact and cultivate thriving practices. We also want to spread the word about the expertise and value that certified divorce coaches bring to the table. At DCA, we are committed to ongoing learning and we value generosity among divorce coaching professionals. We believe that when one succeeds, we all succeed. Welcome back to Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. I'm here with Deb. So nice to have you joining us. Last week, we talked about what can happen when new coaches get distracted by the latest marketing trends and shiny objects. And the reasons why keeping things simple and intentional is the best way to make sure you're reaching your initial business goals. And we hope one of those goals is to continue investing in yourself. Because growing a divorce coaching practice is not easy, and it's certainly not a one-time event. So if you want to grow your business, you have got to grow yourself. Isn't that the truth? It's not a one-time event. And, you know, we just kicked off the first cohort of our divorce coach certification program. Yay us. Yay us. (laughs) It was a lot of work. (laughs) But, you know, one of the messages that we're conveying to our students right from the get-go is that this is step one in your career as a professional divorce coach. This is not the be all end all. This is step one. This is step one. one. Ground floor floor one, one. right? You're, you just came out of the parking garage and you moved up to the lobby and there's a lot going on in the lobby and you can start getting a few clients and start gaining some confidence. Yeah. But if you really want to grow your practice, If you really want to stay in the game, you've got to continue to grow. And that means investing in yourself. Yeah. Investing in yourself. And and that can look like a a whole bunch of different things, right? It's about sort of continuing to develop yourself, whether that's also reading books or attending continuing education classes or participating in a webinar or listening to a podcast, right? There are lots of ways for you to stay connected that then provides you the opportunity to be inspired, Right. And I think one of the things I love so much about ongoing professional development is I am continuously inspired, inspired, inspired by other people, inspired by new information, inspired about new ways things are happening. I mean, this whole ADR movement in the United States has absolutely inspired me. I want to continue to learn about it, continue to be able to meet market trends and needs. Yes. And and in family, divorce, it's so relevant. It's not a static concept. It really isn't. No. And divorce is not a static industry by any stretch of the imagination. Um, But if we go back to like new coaches, the the magic I see happen, especially with new-ish coaches, when they first start out, they get those clients, there's some hesitancy. 
there's some imposter syndrome. There's right. So Mm -hmm. yeah, they're starting to work. But the other thing that continuing to develop yourself and stay around other professionals, continue to do a little bit more learning is they continue to gain the confidence. Confidence. And what that confidence does is two things. Number one, you will see an increase in your consult call conversion rate because clients will feel the difference in your confidence. Yeah. They it's will, absolutely, tone, absolutely. A hundred percent. They know right they, away. <laughs> they know right away. So mm-hmm. your consult call conversion rate will skyrocket as you continue to gain confidence because you're continuing to learn and you're continuing to hang out with people that are a few steps ahead of you. And as you work with more clients and you improve your confidence and improve your coaching skills, we talk about grassroots marketing all the time. The more client impact you have, the more raving fans you have, the more they tell other people, the more clients you get. Yep. And that is the feeder source to building your practice. Right. Right. So yeah, your initial training is going from the parking garage to step one. That initial then professional development is taking you from the lobby to the mezzanine. Yeah. where you've got that confidence and you've got a little feeder system going for clients. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that we hear from new coaches or even coaches who've been out there practicing for some time that they can't invest in continuing education and professional development because they're not making enough money. Right. And it's like, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Right. There's this discussion about, okay, well, I'm not making any money. Do I spend money to make money? right? And vice versa. I'm here to say that you don't need to spend a ton of money in your professional development. There are lots of places and opportunities to continue to learn and grow that are cost-effective. So if your idea is, okay, yeah, I can't throw $5,000 as a bit at a business coach, yeah, okay, I'm right there with you. You should not be spending $5,000 on working with a business coach, okay? You shouldn't. But if part of that process was just you want to learn a little bit more about marketing messaging, or if you want to learn a little bit more about what we talk all the time here at Divorce Coaches Academy is key performance indicators. If you want to talk about, learn more about benchmarking and setting goals in your business, there are some wonderful places to do that in a reasonable way way that does not break your bank, that gives you the information that you need to then be able to continue to develop and grow your practice. So I think it's also this really sort of assessment and and a, a clear thought process in terms of what percentage of your income can you dedicate towards your continuing education professional development? Right. And, and literature after literature and people who've done this, they say about 10% of your gross income. Now, maybe for you, if you're making, you know, $50,000 a year, that's a, a decent amount of money. But if you're making $10,000 a year in your practice, it's a significantly smaller number. So being aware, strategizing, looking at places and opportunities 
to find access to resources and professional development that's not going to cost you thousands of dollars. Right. So let me give you one example. The Association of Professional Family Mediators, APFM. An annual membership as an interested party. You don't have to be a member to join. You have to be an adjacent um, in an adjacent profession. An mm-hmm. annual membership's $150. Yeah. And you it's a get, great deal. <laughs> you can get listed in their directory and you have access to all their free webinars and resources for $150. I think AFCC, the um, conciliatory courts, yeah. Is, yeah. is a similar, I think it's around $150 as well. And the ABA, the dispute resolution section, I think you can join the ABA and the dispute resolution section for around a little over $200 a year. Yeah. I think it's like somewhere around 250. And, and again, huge access, right? Resources, webinars, literature, articles, right? So again, professional development just doesn't have to be continuing education class, Right. Yes. There are so many other ways to be able to still provide that that inspiration, that nugget, that piece of information that's going to help inspire you or grow you, grow your practice, grow your confidence, grow mm-hmm. your skills. I mean, I could go on and on, Deb. On and on. I just took a four-hour training live with Bill Eddy on mediating high conflict disputes for free through the Ohio Supreme Court Judicial Education Branch. Yeah. As part of the dispute resolution section. Which is I was able to take that for free, guys. It was amazing. Live with him. Um, And that's, you know, because I took my 40-hour mediation training through the Ohio Supreme Court, again, for free. Mm Mm-hmm. Free. That's great. Not a lot of places offer state-free mediation training. Your your local court, your state, family court, the judicial branch, wherever they offer dispute resolution education, there may be resources there that you can participate in for free. There's also our friend Susan Guthrie. She's part of Mostin Guthrie Academy. They offer some really very affordable comparable to what DCA charges for some amazing continuing education with some of the top professionals in the country. And yes. again, and you don't have to be a mediator to take some of those classes, right? Many certified divorce coaches have taken those. And I think they're very similar, five, $600 for very targeted, very intense specialty trainings that you will not only walk away with a lot of expertise, Mm-hmm. And a lot of confidence, but the the people that you meet in there then become, so let's talk about phase two of not only does it build your knowledge base and your confidence, by putting yourself out there, you start to meet other people in the industry. Yes. And that builds your business as well. It gives you referral partners. Look, every client isn't a fit for everybody in the world. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yep. Right? Yep. And so it gives you referral partners. It gives you collaborators, right? Staying in touch with other people in the industry. They may ask you to be a podcast guest, Absolutely. to join them on an Instagram or Facebook Live, 
That's how I got invited to be on people's summits. Yeah, I was just going to gonna say summit. Yeah, yeah, in webinars, right? Yeah. To yeah. be speakers at things. So it, it gives you an opportunity then to collaborate on things with people too. Yes. And to, and to validate, right. I want to collaborate and validate, right. Validate that professional connection, your role within the divorce team, your standing amongst other ADR professionals. And, And these are all amazing places to get continuing ed and professional development. And I really, you know, I, I can't, I would be amiss if I didn't bring this up. Right. So one of the reasons why I was absolutely I'm going to go back to the word inspired to to formulate Divorce Coaches Academy or to to grow Divorce Coaches Academy was this. So there are also lots of places we just talked about them, APFM, ABA, uh, Most and Guthrie Institute. But there weren't really any places that were speaking to specifically to divorce coaches. So I do want to make sure that you're also in your efforts and growing your professional practice and your skills as a professional practicing certified divorce coach, that you're also attending to those specific skills. There's a lot of places to learn that are translatable, but DCA was really created to provide continuing education specific to you the professional practicing divorce coach. So when I, I, I sit back and, and think about this, my best uh, words of advice for coaches out there is to really kind of assess, right? We talk about this. Do you sit down and plan effectively for your continuing ed and professional development? And that's not just, a, oh, hey, I think I'm going to take that class. It could be and should be a process of setting some goals. What are some areas that you'd like to learn more about? What are some skill areas that you'd like to continue? Are there any specialty areas of practice that you would like to add to the current work you're doing, whether that is conflict to co-parenting or conflict coaching or pre-mediation prep, right? And then look at what those opportunities are for you. How much is it going to cost? How are you going to be able to budget for it? If you are looking at your last year's income, how much can you dedicate that if you sort of use that as a benchmark? And I do want to add, when we were talking about uh, percentages of income, for many self-employed individuals, professional development, continuing ed can be a tax deduction on your taxes. And I really encourage you when you're filing your taxes for your practice or your LLC, you're talking to your tax advisor or accountant about that. So mm-hmm. there's so many great things to do here. Right. Your membership to any of the organizations we discussed should be a business write-off. The fees you're paying for continuing your education, whatever the cost of those courses are, should be a tax write-off. Now, we're not going to get into tax code here. You can check with your professional. But these are expenses associated with running your business as a self-employed person. Right. So it doesn't really cost you what it costs you either. So keep that in mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So this this should be an intentional part of your business growth strategy because your certification itself is ground floor one. Yep. The first few things you do 
take you to the mezzanine. But if you're trying to get to the penthouse and what we know is, I don't know what your personal financial goals are, but less than 10% of coaches make more than a hundred thousand. So let's call that the penthouse. If you're trying to get to the penthouse, you're going to need to do a lot of education, a lot of specialization and a lot of networking. Yep. If your goal is to get to the penthouse, your initial certification is not going to do it. I mean, Tracy and I could probably sit here for a half an hour and tell you all the continuing education we've done in just the past two years. Mm. If we rattled off every webinar, every networking, just virtual coffee with people that we've uh, connected with on LinkedIn, all the people we've talked to, all the things we've done. Um, And that's how we've achieved what we've achieved. Mm -hmm. So and what we want you guys to achieve. Yes. Right? This is our thing. I, I it's get, what we want for you. We don't want you to be one of I those want, statistics, I want right? More, I want more than anything for you all to be penthouse owners. Okay. Yes. And and to be able to do it, right? It is going to take some investing to grow yourself, right? Investing you're in yourself to grow your practice and yourself as a coach. But it can be done. And it can be done reasonably reasonably. It doesn't have to break the bank. We do not want you spending more money than you are making, right? If you use that sort of model, if we use a 10% benchmark, right, depending on where you are, based on how much money you made, that's what you're going to do. And if you can do that consistently, right, I am confident in your work, in your investment, in yourself, in your practice, you're going to grow that practice. And the more money then you can dedicate to your continuing professional development, the more opportunities you are going to see in front of you. So try not to get stuck in that first step of thinking education has to be expensive or I don't need education because I just invested X amount of dollars in my certification. Right. Both, both are are wrong lungs of thinking. Thinking. And when we're talking about spending 10% or so of your revenue on continuing education, that does not mean a business coach or a social media manager. No. If you choose to do that as a business decision, that is outside of this money we're talking about spending on growing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And And it could be a book. Could be journals. It could be right. We talked about all of that, but right. It can be any any of those things. But that's really, you know, we have. I think we always agree. There's a two tiered approach to really getting yourself where you want to go. Three tiered, maybe Mm -hmm. grassroots marketing, reflect reflective practice group. Yes, a mentoring relationship with somebody, and continuing education. That's like the trifecta right there. If you, if you want to get a penthouse suite. Yeah. That's the formula. That's the formula. formula. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the formula. So let's go over the formula again. (laughs) After your certification, it is grassroots marketing, which is a one page website an email and a phone number, and then get out and talk to people. And we've had a couple of podcasts about that. The second one is reflective practice and a mentor relationship, getting community, get talking with somebody who's ahead of you in the game. And the third piece of that is continuing education and professional development. If you want a penthouse suite, that's what you need to be doing. Yeah. Ditto. 
Really? Just ditto? That's all you have to say? Yeah, we're committed at Divorce Coaches Academy to your continued growth and development and the success of you and the work that you do. Your success translates to the success and the progression of the profession of professional practicing divorce coaches. So Absolutely. we're going to, we're going to help you guys with the backside and, and doing some work over here on advocacy at DCA. And we need you guys to continue to sharpen your skills and grow. So your practice can grow. So more people can see how amazing, how amazing the practice of divorce coaching is. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm going to wind up with a pitch for our stuff, which is our case consultation and mastermind group. Really consider it. It's not expensive. It's $2.99 to join for six months. Yeah. We have a bunch of little one-hour classes in the on-demand library that are $25, $25 yeah. consults to clients. If you're having trouble converting your consult calls, please take that class. That's $25. It is life-changing. I The best $25 you'll spend, I swear to God. So go through the on-demand library, <laughs> $25 for some classes that really will get you where you want to go. And then we have three specialty trainings that are intensives that are really designed to take you to the next level. We have divorce conflict coaching. We're in the middle of that class right now. We offer pre-mediation divorce coaching. Again, a six-week intensive that'll really help you prep clients for mediation. And then we have a conflicted co-parenting course. Those three courses are $549 for six weeks of intensive training plus a practicum where you get to practice your skills and Tracy and I will give you feedback and a rich library of resources and tools rich. that you can use with clients, like rich, like overwhelming. No, it's, it, it's amazing, right? The, yeah. the, the, these are tangible things that you can walk away with and implement, right? Yes, implement. We give you the strategies and a library of, of resources and tools you can use directly with clients like the next day. So that's that's my pitch for our stuff. But I hope we gave you a lot of other resources you can look at that are very low cost and so important. So thanks for hanging in with us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope it helps you continue to grow your business by growing yourself. And we hope you'll join us next week for who knows what topic, <laughs> whatever's on our minds, right? All right, we'll see you then. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. It helps other divorce professionals find us and add to the conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media to be the first to know when we add new classes and events. We'll be back next week with another topic to help you maximize client impact, create a thriving business, and promote the value of professional divorce coaching.